The following is a class given by His Holiness Jayapataka Swami Maharaj on April 4th, 2007. The class begins with a reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, 2nd Canto, Chapter 2, Verse 27. to unsurpassable miseries in the material world. Report by Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada Foolish men of materialistic temperament do not take advantage of successive authorized knowledge. The Vedic knowledge is authorized and acquired not by experiment, but by authentic statements of the Vedic literature, 
explained by bona fide authorities. Simply by becoming an academic scholar, one cannot understand the Vedic statements. One has to approach the real authority who has received the Vedic knowledge by disciplic succession, as clearly explained in the Bhagavad Gita 4.2. Lord Krishna affirmed that the system of knowledge as explained in the Bhagavad Gita was explained to the Sun God. And the knowledge descended by disciplic succession from the Sun God to his son Manu, and from Manu to King Ishwaku, the forefather of Lord Ramachandra. And thus the system of knowledge was explained. Down to the line, down the line of great cities, one after another. But in due course of time, the authorized succession was broken. And therefore, just to reestablish the true spirit of the knowledge, the Lord again explained the same knowledge to Arjuna, who was a bona fide candidate for understanding due to his being a pure devotee of the Lord. Bhagavad Gita, as it was understood by Arjuna, is also explained. Bhagavad Gita chapter 10, verses 12 to 13. But there are many foolish men who do not follow the footsteps of Arjuna in understanding the spirit of Bhagavad Gita. They create instead their own interpretations, which are as foolish as they themselves, and therefore only help to put a stumbling block on the path of real understanding, misdirecting the innocent followers who are less intelligent or the suitors. It is said that one should become a Brahmana before one can understand the Vedic statements. And this stricture is an important as the stricture that no one shall become a lawyer who has not qualified himself as a graduate. Such a stricture is not an impediment in the track of progress for anyone and everyone but it is necessary for an unqualified understanding of a particular science. Vedic knowledge is misinterpreted by those who are not qualified Brahmanas. A qualified Brahmana is one who has undergone strict training under the guidance of a bona fide spiritual master. The Vedic wisdom guides us to understanding our relationship, our relation with the Supreme Lord Sri Krishna and to acting according, accordingly in order to achieve the desired result of returning home back to Godhead. But materialistic men do not understand this. 
They want to make a plan to become happy in a place where there is no happiness. For false happiness, they try to reach other planets, either by Vedic rituals or by spacecraft. But they should uh, know for certain that any amount of materialistic adjustment for becoming happy in a place which is meant for distress cannot benefit the misguided man. Because after all, the whole universe with all its paraphernalia will come to an end at a certain point. That all plans of materialistic happiness will automatically come to an end. The intelligent person therefore makes a plan to return home, back to Godhead. Such an intelligent person surpasses all the pains of material existence like birth, death, disease and old age. He is actually happy because he has no anxieties of material existence. But as a compassionate sympathizer, he feels unhappiness for the suffering of spirits. And thus he occasionally comes before the materialistic man to teach them the necessity of going back to Godhead. All the bona fide acharyas preach this truth of returning home back to Godhead and warn men not to make a false plan for happiness in a place where happiness is only a myth. Thus in the Bhaktivedanta Swami translation of purport to the Srimad Bhagavatam 2nd Canto 2nd Chapter 27th verse in the chapter entitled The Lord in the Heart Translation again, the planet of Satyaloka there is neither bereavement, nor old age, nor death. There is no pain of any kind. And therefore, there is no anxieties. Say that sometimes through the consciousness there is a feeling of compassion for those unaware of the process of devotional service who are subjected to unsurpassable miseries in the material world. So the yogis when the universe is disintegrating, they go to Satyaloka. And then from Satyaloka, some go back to Godhead with Lord Brahma, and some by devotional service, they penetrate the seven layers of the universe, and they go back to Godhead uh, directly. by self-realization. What's interesting here, in this purport, Prabhupada covers many things, very long purport, page and a half. One thing he mentions here is uh, how the uh, knowledge descended by the simplest succession from the sun god to the sun Manu Manavikshvaku, the forefather of Ramachandra, 
We were just in the South Indian safari, touching holy places and Divya Geshas in Andhra, Tamil Nadu, Kerala, and uh, Karnataka. So we went to Sri Ranga. For Lord Ranganath is we wanted to get the Mahatmya of the Ramanad Nini. We were told that Lord Brahma was very eager to worship the Lord. So he was meditating on the side of the Mount Ocean for a long time. And out of the Mount Ocean, came a self-manifested deity of the Lord lying in an intercession, which is Lord Ramanath. And Brahma took him, the deity, the Satyaloka, and was worshipping him in Satyaloka. He also trained some of the residents of Satyaloka to do the worship. And they were doing that worship. And then, no, I can't remember whether the sun god somehow got, or directly Manu got. But anyway, somehow, either to the sun god or directly, Lord Brahma allowed this deity to be worshipped by Manu. So he was worshipping. Then from Manu requested that he could worship the deity. So the deity was kept on earth and was worshipped by the Surya once. He must have come anyway to the Surya day. And from Ishwaku, the Raghu dynasty, and then the and Ram himself was worshipping. So they say that uh, when Ram came back after the war with Radha, to came back to Yodhya, then he was giving gifts to various devotees that were coming to Yodhya. And the blessings and gifts and things after his coronation. So the king of the, one of the versions is the king of the South Indian dynasty at that time. He was very enamored by the beauty of the deity of Ranganath and he did tapasya and Sri Rangan that the Lord would come and stay there in his kingdom. There's other versions. But anyway, somehow the Lord Ram was requested by Vishnu that he should go to Sri Lanka and stay there. But he said, now I've been away 14 years from Yogi, how can I go to Sri Lanka? I have to stay here now. So we'll miss you so much. So then, Lord Ram gave him Lord Ramanath to take to Sri Lanka. 
so that he could worship his personal deity of the Raghavans. And it is some investment. But then finally, the Lord, he said, he did it, he got, he was uh, put down in Banga, Sri Ranga, and worshipped there. And then when Bhavishya tried to take him, he couldn't take him. And then the Lord said he wants to stay here in Sri Lanka, but face him to the south, you know, get face him to Sri Lanka, and the blessings of Sri Lanka. So he really gets uh, reminded me because of <laughs> how the Parampara comes down, how the Bhagavad Gita knowledge from that also our Lord Ramanakti. So all our devotees are very amazed. But here's the deity that was worshipped by Brahma, worshipped by Surya Day, worshipped by Manu, worshipped by Ram, Vishnu, and he's still there, he's going to have his darshan. Jai Arvadan Mahan Ki, Ishtabalaram Ki, Gorn Kasik, Krishna Chaitanya Prabhupada Ki. There's all those very special holy places all over India. The very special deities. And so it's very, I, I brought up to, to the RCD a couple of years ago that we should have our temples and all the holy places and have pilgrim facilitation centers. So we encourage people because when they come to holy places, if you don't have a devotee guide, usually you don't get much information what's really going on. People just speculate something or they say, yesterday we were fortunate when we went to Sandhapani Muni, the pundit there was pretty well versed. He said how Krishna came and he was there 64 days and in the 64 days he had memorized all the things he had learned, all the Puranas and the, the Vedas and the Sanhitas and Bhagavad Gita and everything. So, we didn't always find people that know once we went to uh, <coughs> to the Sagar Island when Brahman came up and I asked him, tell me the Mahatma of this place he said, I'm a new Brahman I don't know him he had to ask him, oh Brahman, I just know how to teach you how to you know, take you to the puja of the Sangha and get my dashing <laughs> He didn't know. Then we asked some older brother who said, can memorize the slokas, and so we gave him the question. It's like that, any place needs to go. Many people just see a Chiramala, they just go and have a darshan. They don't know all the Mahatmya in the different places. It gives us a chance to preach. So that was. Yeah, I'm very happy to be here in uh, Ujjain, which is the grounding place. And now we have our temple here with our, our Raghava Pandit here. He's a uh, Das. He's a pretty expert in the Mahatma of the local place. He was guiding us around yesterday. We need to have local, some people that devotees that know. What's the Mahatma in the local place and tell? It's like in the Bhagavatam it says that if you go to a holy place you should seek out 
the holy people and find out from them the mahatmya of their place with some spiritual instruction. Nowadays people go to holy places and they just see the knees, take a dip and leave, they don't. So there's no big change in their consciousness. Yesterday, or was it this morning, I forget. One, one person, he said he's a local here from Eugene. I said, you're very fortunate to be in the holy place. He said, now our place is more holy because of the Radha Madan Mahan Temple. We have now more holiness. It's enhanced. So he was very appreciative. The other thing here, we find how the knowledge is handed down by Guru Parampara. This is what Prabhupada wanted, that his followers, his disciples will be gurus, their disciples will be gurus, the Parampara should end. Some people want to end up Parampara with Prabhupada, but throughout his books he's talking about Guru Parampara. He never talked about ending it, rather continuing it, keeping the line. So everyone has to study Prabhupada's books and become qualified so they can continue carrying on the Guru Parampara. Other thing it says here that it's another understanding the Vedic knowledge someone has to become a Brahmana. Prabhupada said he made a Krishna conscious movement to make Brahmanas. that the people would take up Krishna consciousness. I remember there was a big argument once and one of the Prabhupada was naming this kind of sometimes it's called in Hindi Antarjati and sometimes it's Antarashtriya. So Prabhupada was saying call it Antarjati. Antarjati also under both mean international. But Antarjatik also means interfaith or different jatis. So jatis are a synonym for nation, but also synonym for castes. So Prabhupada said, good, they were for all the castes. But then one uh, Brahman was uh, one uh, life member or some Brahman, he was saying, no, no, but it should interrupt you because not all the castes, no, no, probably all the castes, everyone. Because Prabhupada's mission was to bring everyone up to become Brahmana Vaishnavas. To have a Daiva Varnashram, a unified uh, Varnashram where everyone is qualified and they all can understand the bona fide, uh, understand the Krishna consciousness. Prabhupada also says here, qualified Brahmana is one who has undergone strict training under the guidance of a bona fide spiritual master. I should know Krishna Jagat Guru. Krishna knows everything. But he did the pastime of accepting a Guru. He came here to Avantipura and he accepted Sandhapani Muni as his Guru to show that everyone should have a Guru. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he was Going for his studies, he also accepted a teacher, accepted the guru, said that 
he was shown all the aksharas of Sanskrit. And he learned them all in one day. Normally people just to learn the oh, ah, he, oh, they had to spend six months maybe. The next day they show them all the Dukta Aksharas. They said Sanskrit and uh, put combined letters. Like in English everything is separate letters. It's how they know. But in Sanskrit it's the phonetic letters that have combined the letters. Like Shatriya is Chipra. It's K, S, S, it's one letter, Chi. So we had to learn all this Juptaksha, that's also another for the primary school, maybe it takes a whole year to learn all your Juptakshas. Lord Chaitanya learned them all in one day. Let me mind you, here when we heard how Krishna learned all the Puranas one day. Now, if you stay with one Purana, one day, that. So Lord Chaitanya here also was learning like that one day. So the time he was 11, he was already head of his own, uh, his own PhD, already professor, head of his own uh, school. And seeing how Krishna's pastime and Krishna came again in Kali Yuga as Goranga. Here it's nice because here we see a lot of pictures of Krishna, people, they accept Krishna as Supreme Personality. And, but still, we want them also that they should know that Krishna came again in Kali Yuga as Goranga. This is something which Prabhupada wanted to do for India, he had the Lord Chaitanya's teachings uh, printed here first. He had also the seven chapter Chaitanya Charitamrita. Was it called the five features? Five features. And he had those books introduced Lord Chaitanya, introduced Vaishnavism to the public. So he was uh, very much wanting us to present Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But you know, as we go around, if we travel in South India or travel North India, this is one thing which is obvious. And many people accept Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, many people don't even know about Chaitanya. And those who know him, they accept him as a sannyasi, they accept him as a saint, but very few people accept him as uh, Krishna coming again. Because he came as a Chandra avatar, he came as a hidden incarnation. He came as a devotee. So while he was here acting as a devotee, he never publicly admitted that he was Vishnu or Krishna. Privately to some the devotees he revealed, but that was all very confidential. To the public, uh, in it, she kept himself as a devotee. 
So it's important for us to establish Chaitanya Mahaprabhu of the four Vaishnava Sampradayas. I don't think there's any of the other Sampradayas, including our own, the Madhvas, who accept Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as, uh, as Krishna or Avatar. Only those people who are coming to the Gaudiya fold, who maybe some of the Vedanta's people that are sent to, but those who are in contact with the Gaudiya Vaishnavas, who chant Hare Krishna, then they start to accept Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is actually Krishna. Because there's so many actually Pramanas that Krishna will come again. In Kali Yuga, he'll spread the Sankirtan Yagya, Krishna Varanam, Kisar Krishnam, Sangapangas, Kapar Shadam, Yagya Sankirtanam, Paragya Jantiri Sunega Saha. Krishna in the Bhagavatam, Krishna other Puranas. So Lord Chaitanya, He fulfills those predictions. It says here, Satyaloka, there's no problem, no disease, no old age. That sounds very attractive now that we're getting into old age. We're just in the beginning of old age, you know, I don't know what happens when it gets older, you know, in the 50s and 60s, then we get 70s, 80s. So already the different organs are starting to not work, having developed problems, special diets, blood pressure and so many different things, heart problems. So. That's one of the as we were discussing, as you see, we were discussing the continuation that what's that word, what's it called? Succession. We have to train up all our younger devotees to be responsible take responsibility for spreading the Sankirtan movement so that when it's here, this planet, we're not in the local, old age is here, disease is here. Even we couldn't have our beloved Radhanath Swami here because he's suffering some kind of disease. But these are the problems in this uh, planet. So we need our younger devotees to become very responsible so they can pick up more and more responsibility so that they have a proper succession in the Krishna conscious movement. When we went to the Rajamundri, then right opposite from the Rajamundri temple, there's some other temple. There's a picture of an old man and a woman sitting there. So they were claiming to be Kalki Avatar and his wife, Lakshmi. And then people were saying Kalki is not predicted for a few hundred thousand years. How can we be Kalki? So this is a problem. So then he changed, said, I'm just a Vishnu Avatar. And then they were saying, you know, that you don't really seem to have the qualities of Vishnu. So then what's the latest name? And then he just gave himself a new name, Mother and Father. Universal mother and father. And they had their deities, this man and woman sitting in the temple there. You go there. It's like in India, anything, there's so many crazy things going on. 
You're going to change, you know. Okay, I'm not Kalki, but I'm, you know, still I'm an avatar. Okay, maybe not exactly a specific avatar, but I'm a general universal avatar, you know. Somehow or another, and then, if you want to get this blessing, ordinary blessing, one and a half legs. But if you want a super maha blessing, then you have to five legs. Then he gives you some kind of shock treatment, and some medicine gives you something to eat, and for two, three days you go crazy. <laughs> and then after that you come out of it and it's a state of shock. And it costs you five legs. I don't know if he's breaking the drug act or something, you know. What drug he's doing. And so they saw only bogus things that were going on. And similarly, they can tell you unintelligent people. They just go and accept and they don't know if anybody knew the Vedas and they know Bhagavad Gita. How can you accept all these people who just claim to be God? Came five lives and get a shock treatment. So, that's why we need to spread Prabhupada's books and get people to chant Hare Krishna and read them both. Then they start to understand. Everything makes sense. I remember one life member in uh, Bangalore. He's a Brahmana. He was brought up and uh, was a smart Brahmana. So he said, I know Sri Sukta, you know, Sri Sukta, Nidhi Sukta, Purusha Sukta, and all the different prayers. I can chant everything. I can Mangala, Charana, Swasti, Vashana, everything. But in his temple room, he's got every devata, everybody there, like twenty different. And you don't know who's supreme, so better put everybody, you to get one of them right. Then he got you know, a life member and put the books on his shelf. After three years, he took out the Bhagavad Gita, took out Prabhupada's books, started reading. He was shocked. My goodness, Krishna is God. I never knew. I mean, it's, I know he's one of the gods, but you know, the God, the Supreme God. So now he has whole family, they're chanting 16 rounds. Even our Brahmanas, they you know, the Brahmanas, they're also not clear who's the Supreme. So I know the Prabhupada told me that because he asked me, I'm from the West, one, but I came here to India, and he said that he preached to the Indians. But he said, preaching to Indians is different. Because they already have faith. They have some faith, they have some knowledge. He said, it's like a coal. Burning coal. But it gets covered by the ashes. Like in the West, you don't have, there's no burning coal. It's just dry wood. You have to light it, ignite it, get it burning. But here already some burning is there. But it's covered by the ashes. You have to fan the ashes off and get the burning to come again. Otherwise, people have a natural sense of respect, many of them maybe diminishing, or here especially in Madhya Pradesh, people seem very respectful. Generally, India are respectful. Some states more than others. We have our duty to somehow inspire the Indians to take out their own culture. Guru Maharaj brought up yesterday to preserve Indian culture from India, spread it around the world. 
And I mentioned this at the opening of the <clears throat> Bombay Center. The Prabhupada, he said, I'm preaching all over the world the glories of Indian culture. I'm preaching how Indian philosophy, Indian culture is the greatest. Everybody should adopt it. When people come back to India, they say the Indians are adopting Western culture. If they don't say that they, that they come back to India, Indian culture is actually disappearing in India. Then it will be harder for us to preach. You're telling us Indian culture should really Indians don't follow it themselves. So in India we have another special mandate. How to inspire the Indians to practice their, the essence of their culture, Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam. Primarily giving people to chant. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Hare, Hare Hare, Hare Hare. The temple opening, the Ramanuja Acharya Jir said he come just give a blessing. We come for half hour and give a blessing, but he liked it so much. The big yagyas, enthusiastic devotees, he came every day. For seven days, with his junior, both the chariots. And at the end they came, they were there also for the Mahavishet installation. So when all the 8,000 devotees came and hundreds of devotees from around the world, and he saw, he was so impressed, he said that how you're getting the foreign devotees to wear Trila. We can't even get the Indians to wear Trilak. <laughs> How are you getting? He said, then he commented that uh, we know so many rituals, but these rituals are not changing the heart of people. But your chanting of Hare Krishna is so powerful that you're changing the hearts of people and getting them to, to take up the spiritual practices. What, what was that exactly what he said? We have to learn from you or? Yeah, we have to learn from you because your holy name is ultimate. You have to learn from you, your holy name is the ultimate. And put the pillar off. And then your pillar is the right pillar. Our pillar is not the Really? I found the chance of pillar to start from the nose. You're the correct position. But we just put three now and spread all down. So you're the right pillar. Wow. Breakthrough. <laughs> you heard what he said? He said that the, the, the Sri Sampradaya Acharya asked that your Tirak is the correct Tirak. Shastra said to start from the nose and go up. We just put up. We don't go down to the nose, we just put a doctor in the bottom. So your Tirak is straight from nose and then up. Very good to hear that from the Sri Sampradaya. And Sri Rangam Jiya came to
years ago, or three years ago when we went, or six years ago when we went to Sri Lanka, but not this time though, he went to see the jeer. At that time he told us that you are all representatives of Andal. In their tradition, Andal is a partial incarnation of Lakshmi who came down and she appears that everyone should play drums and cymbals and chant the holy names in the street. And she would do daily harina. So we all did a big kirtan and we said, you're all representatives of Allah. Which is for them like a big compliment. So, he has so much <coughs> service to do. Prabhupada gave us such a big assignment. Prabhupada, he said, that my guru told me to preach around the world, so I'm preaching all over the world. The Samas are also preaching overseas as well. But then he said that, uh, I personally took out India as my own project. My guru didn't order me to do India. But if I see India going to hell, I have to do something, I can't just stand by and do nothing. So for India Yatra is actually Prabhupada's personal project. And he made Vrindavan and Mayapur to receive the Westerners that they could come and see the holy dance and get purified by going to the dance. But Bombay and other centers are made for preserving Indian culture and preaching. So there you are. Actually the second meeting is going on. We have big mandate from Prabhupada. How to spread the Krishna consciousness to all of the Indians. How to uplift up when you have something like how to upgrade, reactivate, awaken, inspire their devotion more. They already know so much, but how to just refine that. So I was reading here about people from Satyaloka and how they feel compassion. And I remember also Prabhupada said that in his movement some of the residents of Satyaloka have come down and joined his movement to help him preach him. Any, anyone want to identify themselves? And <laughs> 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 I think Bhakti must be from some higher planet and so nice, so gentle out of this world, spiritual sky. So, we don't know where some of these residents even are coming. Maybe they felt some compassion. Look at these people suffering Kalaguba. Let's go down and join the Sankirtan movement and help to spread it. So, maybe they don't even know themselves once they come down. And you accept that while you're here for this lifetime, you may not remember your previous life. It's a big sacrifice to come down. You take the, this temporary material human bodies and it's filled with so many difficulties. Intelligent people, you should make a plan and return home back to God. That's why all these, no, this, this is one of the Yogananda <coughs> saying Anantipura, one of the seven Puras, 
This is one of the Vidayana Yuga Bhakti Godhead. Moksha Puris. So people would come and live in these holy places so that they could get back to Godhead shortcuts, gateways to the spiritual world. So now we have our temple, nice to be here. I'm so grateful to all the Bhakti Chudamrata, all the devotees for developing this monumental temple, beautiful community, wonderful devotees. Here in this Moksha Puri, it's easy to chant Japa here also. It's out of like to sneak away here sometime and just come and nobody can find me from my zone. None of the problems. <laughs> Maharaj has all the problems here. <laughs> this is so some places we're going right in the heart of the city, which is the Kalipuri. The residence of the Kali. But there we make a temple, we make a community, we make a spiritual environment so that people come to that and then they get purified. And some places where, in the holy places where people are coming to get purified, to drop off some sins, we want them to come visit the temple and take it as an opportunity to preach to them, to give them Prabhupada's books, to and here beginning of the holy places are different. And some they say Bengal is the same, those who live near the, near, live, uh, that there's the shadow under the lamp. Lamp is giving the light all over, under the lamp there's a shadow. Or that sometimes they say also people live near the railway station, miss more trains. Sometimes people in the holy places, they take it for granted, I already know everything, I'm holy forever. Brahman and this and that, so they don't always take it very serious. So sometimes it's difficult preaching to the people. Like our book distributors, they find that more, we do more book distribution outside of Nani district. Nani district, they're a little more tough to distribute books. They do better outside than in the home. But we have to preach to the people in the holy place also. Chirupati, they're preaching to the Dambasi is there. So, Prabhupada was saying at one, we were bringing up a discussion this morning, and Prabhupada said, 1% of the population, you can make Krishna conscious. Then you can change, make many big changes, a big impact on society. So, like Tirupati had 300,000 people, or 500,000. So, there are about 3,000 people now in the congregation. So this one percent. So now the Tirumala, they took advice from the temple because uh, many years ago I went there and they were serving out the prasada with onions. At the time I told the JNRO, the JEO, that uh, they should be getting onions. So the people like onions. I know that it's against the Shastra. Beginning for Sabbath, you should give what the Lord likes. You can offer to the Lord from out for onions to Balaji, you know. So give them Balaji for Sabbath. It's supposed to be for Sabbath. What are you giving onions? So they stopped it. You don't remember with them. They don't, they, they, they tell that some Swami came and told us to stop it. We don't know which Swami. But it was this Swami. But now they approach you that 
other store, other restaurants are serving onion sakshinubhava. So now they're going to ban it. From the whole Thirubhava, taking advice from Iskwan. Came out in the paper, Iskwan gave advice from the Puranas not to have served onion garlic in the holy place. So, Iskwan influenced Gansi were even bringing a higher standard in the holy places. But this, I was happy to hear that now people, when they come to Ujjain, like they visit Mahakala, they said to Shifra, they said to Sandipani Muni, and other they said to Iskwan Temple also. One of the holy places. So, there's a big mandate here how to make these people Krishna conscious, I'm sure. Three-four percent of them become, or one to one percent or more become Krishna conscious, have a bigger impact. The Prabhupada is saying all the bona fide acharyas preach the necessity of going back to Godhead. The truth of going back home, back to Godhead. Warn them not to make a false plan for happiness in a place where happiness is only a myth. Now that India's economy is going up, people are become very hopeful that we're going to be happy. We're going to have economic development. We're going to get bigger salaries. We can follow, but people in America and Western countries, they're not happy. They have all the big salaries, the blue jeans, the blue hair, but they're also feeling frustration. They're having so many problems. So just by imitating the West, they're not going to get happiness, they're going to have the same other problem. We get happiness from internal, by chanting. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare So I hope all the Indian leaders come up with a dynamic plan how to expand our, our movement's influence more and more so that the young and old of India can all get back to Godhead, to be born in India and not to get back to Godhead. That's a real failure. I mean, this is an easy place to get back to God. Paragamite Manusha Janmohaiva Jaya Janmashatra Kori Kora Kauru Kukha Kora Chaitanya Sarabhya Pornanya should make their life perfect and help them help others. So let's help the people, let's get people perfect and, have, and then they should help others to be perfect. People, other people in India and people around the world. This is our mandate from Prabhupada. I know we're all trying to do something. Everybody's doing a lot. We have to keep on trying to do more and more and expand Prabhupada. Everyone should know who Prabhupada is also. They should know Lord Chaitanya, they should find it, they should know Prabhupada. You see the people with different Baba's pictures and album and lockets. Why do you worship that Baba? Oh, it's something special. They don't even know why they worship it. It's a good blessing. Prabhupada did what nobody else has done. Transplanted the Indian culture to the West. One Indologist from Australia, Dr. Bhashan, he said the last 2,000 years of Bhaktivedanta Swami did, it's the biggest thing ever since Jesus brought religion from the East to the West. Since that time, this is the main transplant of an Eastern religion to the West. So people should uh, 
give that credit to Prabhupada, we have to popularize Prabhupada in all the towns and all the houses. Everybody should have a picture of Prabhupada in their house. Here it says how Satya Loka is so nice. Remember Bhakti Gidon Thakur? In his, uh, he was in his house, everyone was chanting Hare Krishna and worshipping his deities. And so he had this vision that my house has been transformed into the spiritual world. Everybody is so blissful. Spiritual world, there's no, no problems either. I mean, there's actually no problems. Like Kunta. So when everyone to transform their homes into Sadakutis, into a spiritual realm, spiritual dance, so that they can all be peaceful and happy. We can have peace on earth by the mercy of Sri Prabhupada and Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Any comments? Any questions? Look that right, comment? Hare Think that you said that we are working, but if we are working very hard, we are busy some. We are busy, we are working very hard, hard. But I don't know whether we are working uh, smart, or hard is one thing, but more smart. Yeah, no question, you know, you know, why people of India do not know Jaitanya Mahaprabhu is the very first time that they have Now, who is responsible? Jaitanya Mahaprabhu is not known as the very first time that they have I mean, you are responsible if people don't know this. Or we are responsible. All of us are. No wonder we
we need this necessary to uh, suggest to uh, open one center for, uh, for training. training of leaders. And therefore, send everywhere. That is very sensitive. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, you have to take a course He came down to teach him, but then he went, he came as Sarvobaracharya when he got influenced by the Mayavadis and went down to Jagannathpuri and later he found him there. I think under that's found it, I can't remember the exact quote, but I have to research it. I'm not allowed to think so. How to develop compassion. Remember Prabhupada's compassion associated with compassion of people. Remember how much compassion he had for the fallen souls of Omega which has been inspired to follow in his footsteps and be compassionate. He said, The whole world's on fire. How can I sit by? He could have sat in Vrindavan. He was in a Moksha Puri also, Mutura Puri. He could have sat and gone back to Godhead. But he took all the trouble to go to the West, reach to the Lecture countries. Get beat up by crazy people, get his things stolen, get so many problems. Because of his compassion. Now his son has got so many facilities, nice temples, nice infrastructure. So it's a lot easier now to preach. You don't know, not just already a good name has been established in many places. As you said, people want to help his son, many people want to give. Up to this farm. So now we have a lot easier. Prabhupada did the hard work for us. Many other first devotees who want the hard work to break the trails. Now we should take the ball and run with it. We should try to bring it to the conditioned souls. Next year, plan to reach out to the real thing. Amanda will give us a last one, otherwise, I'm going to get part of the up here like an angry death.
The water is taken from the ocean, goes up in the clouds, comes down on the mountains. The snow then melts and flows in rivers, likes the ocean. So Sandhya giving instruction to Krishna was like that vague knowledge. Coming, coming from the ocean, flowing back down into the ocean. Three more. Three more.